What's going on, family? Happy Friday, TGIF, and welcome to another edition of The Faction Quick Hits. I'm your man, GB, Gerard Bonner, and I hope you guys are doing absolutely well. Believe it or not, we have made it to the end of another week, and I hope that's cause for at least a degree of celebration. I mean, I'm not sure exactly what your week has been like, but uh, the fact that you made it says that, hey, you're a champion, you're a survivor, you've got what it takes to make it through. So pat yourself on the back in a good throwback to Barry Horowitz, and yeah, I think you'll enjoy that. Listen, thank you to everybody who is hanging out with us uh, all week long via social media. We've had a lot of news that we've posted there, and still more to post so uh, if you're not doing that follow us now at the faction show and of course you can always find us right here where you're listening to our podcast click that subscribe button and do me a favor while you're doing that leave us a rating and a comment in your preferred podcast platform and let everybody know what you think of the faction all right a lot of news all week long we've been talking about speaking out and the like and we're going to get to some of that i want to start of course with looking back at the wednesday night war this week nxt versus aew the war is really heating up as this week nxt scored a rare one-sided victory in this war it was their first ratings win since april the 9th that was the night that they broadcast the one final beat match that featured Tommaso champa versus johnny gargano this week nxt garnered 786,000 viewers which is up five percent from last week at 746,000. while dynamite which was at 772,000 last week dropped eight percent to 633,000 viewers the lowest total viewership in the history of AEW Dynamite very interesting to see this happen now NXT's been gaining traction for a few weeks and now the the tide seems to be turning but of course next week is going to be interesting as AEW will be presenting Fighter Fest a two-week extravaganza free on TNT if you remember last year they gave us fighter fest for free and it was available on br live it was prior to their tv deal now we're getting it free on tnt an amazing pay-per-view like card that'll be spread out over two weeks well they're not going to be alone in that as nxt is counter-punching in a big way bringing us the return of the great american bash i gotta pause and say this nxt's ability to take the best of the nwa and wcw and bring it to us on their programming is amazing who can forget what they've done in the reinvigoration of the war games concept it's been amazing and now they bring to us the great american bash now we've seen the great american bash before as a smackdown exclusive pay-per-view in fact the first representation of that proved to be the start of jbl's title reign as he defeated eddie guerrero back somewhere around 2003 2004 uh in Virginia our old stomping grounds well great American bash coming back for NXT makes a lot of sense and much like fighter fest they're going to spread it out over two weeks which will include a number one contenders match for the 
NXT Women's Championship, a fatal four-way, which should be absolutely amazing. And they'll, of course, be headlining things in the second week by a winner-take-all double title match between Keith Lee, the North American champion, and Adam Cole, the longest reigning NXT champion. Now, that will be countered, of course, by Fighter Fest. The card for that is pretty nuts. It'll feature a title match, John Moxley against Brian Cage. And then, of course, you've got women's title matches. In fact, all of the titles in AEW will be on the line for Fighter Fest. So a significant moment for sure uh, for the Wednesday Night War between NXT and AEW. Well, if you watched AEW this week, you'll notice that the champion, John Moxley, was not present. And they mentioned uh, very candidly that he had encountered someone who had COVID-19. And so he chose to be smart and stay home and not travel. Well, the challenge is that someone that he encountered is his wife, Renee Young, you know Renee Young, a backstage correspondent for WWE, one of the hosts for the now former show WWE Backstage. She announced this week that she has contracted coronavirus or COVID-19. She is not alone as Kayla Braxton, another backstage correspondent for WWE and one of the co-hosts of The Bump has announced that she too has contracted COVID-19 and it's not her first foray with the virus. So she's had it before, she was quiet about it, but she has it again. She has chosen to hop off of social media as a result. And uh, one of the things that's coming out right now is that there are about two dozen WWE employees, including in-ring talent, who currently have COVID-19. Now, this can't be good at all, and we have talked over time about the WWE's practices relative to COVID-19, the lack of testing, some of the unwise practices that have happened. We have been covering this, quite frankly, since they made the decision to uh, go forward with WrestleMania now uh, almost three months ago. And it's not been good. If you'll notice recently, they added an audience. That audience consisted of NXT and developmental talent. But then on top of that, you've seen some other faces that you haven't been able to recognize because they've opened the floor up to some of their friends and family, folks who would not normally be in the performance center. And as a result of all of these positive tests that have come out, they will now go back to not having an audience for the foreseeable future, which probably isn't good for the product. But quite frankly, there's a lot that WWE's doing that's not good for the product right now. I mean, if you're not testing your athletes, if people are popping up uh, with this disease, it's not a good situation at all. So I really hope WWE can find a way to figure this out. They're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. And uh, if many of you are wondering why AEW and WWE have continued bringing us programming, we've kind of talked about it before, but I think it's important to mention they have television contracts to fulfill and they are not in a space. Neither of them are in a space where they can afford to void either of those contracts by not continuing to produce 
content. So my hope is that both WWE and AEW will continue to find ways to present the product safely so that they can continue to exist as an organization. AEW has certainly done a better job than WWE. AEW is at least open about testing. They will talk about the disease on the program. WWE refuses to do that. And I'm nervous about what could happen. Uh, As we've seen, Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns have all made the decision to stay home. Add to that list, Kevin Owens has made the decision to stay home to protect his family uh, and not bring home the disease to his wife or to his children. And you've got to respect that. You also have to wonder what kind of treatment Kevin Owens will get after watching what has happened with Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. All of this is going to be super interesting to pay attention to. Let me throw something else out there because we don't get to talk about Impact Wrestling much, but there is breaking news from Impact Wrestling. If you remember at the top of the year, there was a lot of news about Impact Wrestling as uh, Tessa Blanchard won the Impact World Championship earlier this year. And a lot of people wondered what that was going to mean as she became the first woman to hold that particular championship. Well, some interesting things have happened. One of them being, ever since uh, COVID-19 has happened and the quarantine has taken place, she has not been present for empty arena tapings, which Impact Wrestling has decided to do. She has not been present. She has not made herself available. And so, if you remember, again, she won that championship back in January against Sammy Callahan. And now, guess what? Yeah, well, maybe you have or haven't guessed it, but Tessa Blanchard has been stripped of the Impact World Championship. But even bigger than that, Impact Wrestling has terminated her contract. So just imagine what this has done to the company. She was originally scheduled to defend the Impact World Championship at Slammiversary, their next pay-per-view on July the 18th, against Eddie Edwards, Ace Austin, and Trey. It was going to be her first match since COVID-19. But yeah, it's not been good. She was supposed to send promos from Mexico for a June episode of Impact, and that never happened. In addition, there were attempts to get her to return and drop the championship, but neither side could come to terms as to what could happen so tessa blanchard no longer a part of impact wrestling and let me just throw this out there initially when i got this news i thought it was a result of the speaking out movement after all you guys can remember right before she won the championship some pretty uh salacious news came out about her and uh some racist things that happened with her um in japan and the like But Impact never took any action on that. Instead, she won the championship and has been the champion since January. Well, Impact Wrestling and Tessa Blanchard are no longer working together. And I think it's a significant moment, uh, to say the least. And it's actually kind of amazing that it's because she didn't show that they terminated her and not because of the issues that we've mentioned before with Tessa Blanchard. So, it's going to be interesting to to check out. We'll see if Tessa Blanchard ends up landing anywhere else. I think part of that happening has to be her being able to leave Mexico and get back to the States um, so she can be involved. We haven't heard anything from Tessa's side, though I'm sure we'll hear more throughout the day. 
pretty wild. There's far more news to talk about, but we're running out of time. I will say this. The speaking out movement continues, and there are more names being added to the list. A big report that's going out right now is news surrounding the ex-wife of Dustin Rhodes. You remember her as Marlena. Terry Runnels has uh, documented a story and told a story on several podcasts as well about an unfortunate encounter that she alleges to have had with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, not a good scenario at all. It involves Brock Lesnar exposing himself to Marlena without her consent. Uh, just some bad, bad things. And the speaking out movement, uh, which is now a week old, continues to cause reverberations through all of pro wrestling as the latest promotion to close their doors as a result is Chikara. The founder of Chikara, Mike Quackenbush, uh, has been involved or has been named in several allegations. And here's the statement that he made, quote, I've been made aware of recent allegations about myself and people in my employ. I take all allegations seriously, whether they are about me or members of my team. Addressing these with openness and transparency is of the utmost importance to me, so these matters can be given the proper time and attention. I am discontinuing Chikara and resigning as the head trainer at the Wrestle Factory. I'll make a full statement on these matters in the near future. Chikara, uh, an important indie promotion which combined a lot of independent wrestling from the states and the strong style presentation from japan had quite a bit going for them and uh, certainly they brought us mainstays like kimberly hallow wicked and dasher hatfield who as a result had announced that they would no longer wrestle for chikara uh which is intriguing and then on top of that, uh, one of the wrestlers named Cobalt had been fired after multiple women came forward alleging he abused them. So this just continues to grow and grow and grow. And I don't know if this is ultimately going to mean that pro wrestling, every organization, needs an overhaul. Something's got to give. I want to get your thoughts on it right now uh, by way of social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. Reach out to us. Let us know what you think of all of the information that we brought to you today. The firing of Tessa Blanchard, AEW versus NXT, uh, and everything else that's going on with speaking out, COVID-19, etc. Let us know what you think right now by way of social media at The Faction Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Remember, click that subscribe button right here at your favorite podcast platform. We've got a special episode coming your way in the coming days that you're not going to want to miss. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Until then, it's your man GB, Gerard Bonner, representing for my good brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, and... John Murray, the fourth horseman. Collectively, we're known as the faction. I lead my people. Here we go.